This episode was brought to you with the support from listeners like you. Special thanks to superfan BFF-level supporters Kyle H., The Man with the Hat, and Violet Passion. Do you love this podcast? Do you want to keep this magic rolling? Show your support by joining the Pacey Tapes fan club. Visit thepaceytapes.com to join now. Oh, hello! This is Blanche Debris, and you're listening to The Pasty Tapes, a burlesque podcast by Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling. Oh my, it's Show My. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, recording live today from my closet in Chicago. Thank you so much for bearing with me during the past few weeks where I took a break. Um, what a wild November it was. It was such a wild November. In November, I left off uh, leaving for BurleyCon, so did BurleyCon. That's what today's episode is all about. Uh, did BurleyCon, and then I came home for like three days, and then it was off to Columbia, Missouri with Lola Van Ella's Best of Show Me, and then the next night it was St. Louis, and then I was back in Chicago for like three days, and then it was off to Minneapolis where I did Electrocute's Black Hearts Burlesque at Lush, and then the next night I did Diva Rose and Cake Presents Take It Off, a fat burlesque review, and then and then I got sick, and then I got home and I was, I was sick. I've been sick all week, definitely like put a pin in all of the work that I had to do, but I think that was like a forced slowdown, a much-needed forced slowdown and realignment and reprioritization and all of that. Um, I've been home all week. I have not left my house in like four or five days. My voice finally sounds fine to where I was able to record this episode. Definitely didn't mean for the BurleyCon episode to happen a month after BurleyCon, but you know, that's okay. That's fine. We're here it's timeless, classic content, A+. I hope you enjoy it. Also, in the past November, in this past wild, wild November, not only did I feel the love from so many audiences and I'm so grateful to have performed in a couple states and have done lots of traveling this month, I also got my official diagnosis that I suffer from narcolepsy, which I know is a thing that I've joked about in previous episodes and was a through line in all of the social media classes that I taught at BurleyCon, but it's officially official. Your girl is narcoleptic. Okay, on that note, let's jump into today's episode. This is a longer episode. I am chatting with someone I hold near and dear to my heart. We are unpacking our BurleyCon experience. This is my conversation with Kitty Kapow from San Francisco. She is an absolute delight, a total powerhouse of a performer, incredible producer, She's someone who is very, very much a part of my burlesque origin story, and we'll get into that. As I mentioned, this is a longer episode. This is my conversation unpacking BurleyCon 2017, 2018, and 2019 with the incredible Kitty Kapow. Okay, Kitty Kapow, thank you so much for being on this episode of The Pasty Tapes. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you just called this... A relaxed okay. fit? Say yeah, that again. A relaxed fit episode. <laughs> uh, for those who are listening to this episode, Kitty Kapow and I go way back. And by way back, I mean like two years, right? At the origin <laughs> of Show My More. And I love, love, love. Uh, Kitty, I love you. I love talking to you. Oh my God. I loved you right away. Oh, okay. Let's start. Let's start with like our origin story. And when <laughs> we're calling this a relaxed fit, Y'all, you're going to hear lots of giggling. You're going to hear lots of rambling. I have Kitty on board today to debrief our 2019 BurleyCon uh, because we had like a really beautiful moment at the end of the convention and it just felt right to debrief BurleyCon with you for this Pacey Tapes audience. Let's talk about our burlesque origin story like as in Kitty and Shomai's burlesque mm-hmm. origin story. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I think... You should go first and tell them how you think we met. Okay. Okay. So Kitty and I have had this conversation multiple times. I feel like a couple times now already. Um, well, it's kind of like when people asked a couple, like, oh, how'd you meet? And we're like, well, let's do our little shtick. And- right. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm, okay. We're just going to jump into it. Okay. So BurleyCon 2017, Show My More was born like as a persona, right, or whatever, but definitely not burlesque debut yet. So... 2017, I went to my first BurleyCon, 
And I had a lot of like self-doubt in that moment. Like no one understood my name. I was like, oh, fuck. Like I should have picked something else. Like everyone's calling me show me. No one knows how to spell it. This is too hard. Like what am I doing here? Like everyone here is so advanced. Like blah, blah, blah. Like total like what am I doing? I will just forever be a student. That's fine. That's totally cool. And then one day, I don't remember what day it was, but one day I see this like curvy Asian babe with like mermaidy shoulder length hair walking through the convention. And I feel like all time stop. And it was like a big like moment. And I was like, oh, shit, like, who's this? And then I think like in the POC caucus, you sat next to me, but we didn't really talk. You're like, is this seat open? And I was like, Oh, yeah, it's open for you. Ha, ha, ha. Flirty hair flip, hair flip. We did Poison Ivory's class, uh, like the Where's the Sex class. And after that, this thing kept happening. Um, this is like the long version of how we met. This is a this is an extended version. This is a very well, relaxed I, fit. We did we we like collided in small ways a lot leading up to our moment. Yes. Okay, yeah. So this is like just a lot of like small like bumps like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, this thing kept happening after Poison Ivory's class where I think you were you were definitely picked to, like, demonstrate whatever technique Poison uh, was talking about. And then after that, people would were coming up to me and being like, oh, I loved what you did in Poison Ivory's class. And me, you know, the, the little buck over here was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then I realized, <laughs> wait, like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I took notes. And then I realized people were mistaking me for you. Uh, which is such a wonderful compliment because you are incredibly beautiful. And yeah, you did like light it up out there with the fucking glove peel. Um, And then I ran up to you and I was like, hi, people keep like, people keep uh, giving me compliments for you. I'm show my more. Okay. uh, uh, Bye. And then I ran away. (laughs) And you were like, wow, what the fuck? Um, Actually, you were very gracious, but I was very nervous. And then I also realized, like, what I was telling you was, like, oh, like, people are just confusing two, like, curvy Asian babes for each other. You know, there's a lot to unpack there in itself. Um, Okay, so this is, like, our big moment. Here we are with our our big moment. We're in Lola Frost's slow burn class. And this is a class that I was, like, really, really feeling it and loved it. And then at the end, you know, Lola Frost does like a little demonstration of what she had been, you know, talking about in the class. And then she goes, okay, like who wants to volunteer? And so a couple people go up and they just do an impromptu, like improv slow burn. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like they haven't done a demo at all this whole weekend. I'm going to do it. And I raise my hand. And then Lola Frost goes, okay, you. And then I realize you and I are behind each other. Mm-hmm. Or like you're you're behind me. And then it's kind of one of those like, oh, you, you, me, no, you, you, me, no. Okay. Uh, And then I think you said like, well, why don't we just do it together? That's how it is in my head. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And then we do an improv slow burn to Adele's hello. And most people just like started like at the stage, but we ended up being on like total opposite sides of the ballroom. And I remember it just being this, like, powerful, like, cosmic collision of, like, hot babeliness. I remember, like, it was really my first time, like, did a thing in front of people. And to have this moment with you, this person that I had been, like, bumping into, you know, being confused for, like, all weekend was just, like, holy shit. This is, like, a cosmic twin but not twin i don't want people to think we look alike because we don't like that's that's racist like we don't look alike at all but it was really really powerful and then after that like i remember like we finished i mean we played like really long into that song i in my head longer than most people i don't Um, know how they stopped us but they definitely like had to do something to make it end right because i remember at some point we were like crawling on each other and like I remember someone being like holy shit I thought you two were gonna start making out and I remember Lola Frost just being like oh my god like what was that and then after that moment you know everything like sped up right everything like fat that was like definitely like a time stood still moment for me yes and then everything sped up right like 
the class ended, people were like, oh, my God, like, that was so great. When have you performed? And I'm like, never. And I was trying to find you and you were like, gone. Like, I don't know where you went. And then that was it. And then like, that was that. Mm-hmm. And then we had like the big, do I need to talk about the do the thing moment? Like, then I had my big do the thing moment. That's very much yeah, part of like. Yeah, huge and important. You mentioned it um, very vaguely on the, the pre BrillyCon episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it might be worth, like, opening and unpacking that. Okay. So Lola Frost's class and this, like, moment with you was, I think, like, the last class of BurleyCon before the closing ceremony. Mm Mm-hmm. And at BurleyCon, like, the closing ceremony is very, like, touchy-feely kind of thing, like, very emotional. Like, it starts out with write down, like, what it is you need from the burlesque community or something like that. And so we write our things down. And then there's, like, a big ceremony and your paper gets passed around and, like, you know, who the fuck knows where your paper ends up, right? That's kind of the point. And then I think, like, Indigo Blue picks random people from the crowd. Um, And then the intention is read out loud, like a small number, like six or something. Um, And that's supposed to represent, like, you know, what is it that our community needs and think about, like, how you can support that. And what I wrote down, I wrote my thing down, and then mine was picked, And mine was read out loud. It was, I think, like, after three or four years of studying burlesque, I just need someone to tell me to do the thing and debut. And after the person, like, read that intention out loud, my intention out loud, the whole, like, congregation or whatever is the right word, uh, yelled out, do the thing. And it was like hearing, like, 500 people, 600 people yell, do the thing at once, knowing that it is directed at you. After that moment of, like, first doing something, you know, that felt like a performance with a person who I looked to as, like, a goddess all weekend, like, it was so powerful. I feel like I just, like, fell to my knees and cried. And the people who knew that that was mine, like, rushed to me and hugged me. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, like, such a beautiful magical afternoon and you are very 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 much a part of that show my more burlesque origin story anyway (laughs) i got chills oh my god i love your story anyway so that's the that's my version of how we met you lola frost and this do the thing like this like three hour slice of my life Mm mm-hmm like changed everything. I just, I love you so much. You're so wonderful. I definitely, okay. So I'm, I've been thinking about it and trying to remember because I felt like that weekend, there were a few people that I kept on. It it was like very much um, people were being put in front of me that I should have paid attention to right away. Like the first time. Uh, <laughs> and I was so angsty. I was so angsty the whole time. Like whatever classes, meh, 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 really like have needing to have like my ego knocked down a bit. Um, because I, I mean, I hadn't been performing for very long, but whenever something has a summer camp feel, I become the most petulant teenager about it. So I had to like Ooh. let go of that and be like, have the experience. Everyone's here because they're having a good time. You don't need to have like a storm cloud over your head to be cool. It's not necessary. Um, but I took a handful of classes. It was getting better. Um, and I, yeah, I kept on bumping into people and I'm like, why is like, I get, it's a small convention. There's only so many people here, but I kept on seeing you everywhere, like between classes in classes in the hotel, whatever. I'm like, I don't know who this person is. Um, but they keep on like popping up everywhere. I feel like where my attention turns, you're there. And I was feeling really, really shy. And so I decided I'm going to just like reject that feeling (laughs) and I'm going to like demo in every class I can and like be, be a part of the thing and try not to get like super grumpy, petulant teenager. So I do, I do remember sitting next to you in the PC, POC caucus, which made me much less terrified. I was so nervous to be in that space because it already felt like it had so much, like the room had a different sense of gravity when you walked in. Because I'm like, oh, here are people who I like think are, you know, I would kiss the ground they walk on. They're so amazing. And there's so many of my heroes just sitting here to you know, talk shop and like, let's actually do something 
tangible. And so it blew me away. And that was wonderful and really lovely and sweet. And I, I loved hearing you talk about how you were, you, you were, just, it was starting to percolate, I think, in your mind about debuting. And that was a big piece that you talked about when we were in the caucus. And that was really exciting. And also so confusing to me that someone would like be here and not have performed yet. Um, I was like, okay, weirdo. That's great, I guess. <laughs> who's, this, who's this bitch <laughs> like, with extra wow. PTO? <laughs> I couldn't tell who was like, extremely confident or just like extremely nerdy but I think knowing you it's like both (laughs) (laughs) it was cool and and then I remember I remember Poison Ivory's class because I felt very good with the demo I did there because some of um some of the way she taught um that class kind of tapped into some theater training I had so I felt like comfortable marrying the um the performance style with what she was teaching. And so that was really lovely and I felt very good about it. And um, probably leading up to that moment, I almost never felt good about performing ever. So that was pretty big to be like, oh, I did something good and right. And I did it myself. That was pretty big. Um, And I remember you coming up to me and saying like, oh, I'm getting all these compliments for you. And I got really angry because I'm like, my hair is blue. Like, this is nonsense. I know. Okay. Okay, I'm going to let you keep going. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, it was. it's nice. It's such a nice, lovely thing for people to do, to want to compliment someone. But we looked so you I remember you were wearing like a coral tank top and sweatpants and I think I was being an asshole and was like fully dressed in day clothes like a dress and a sweater you were wearing a dress a cardigan you had jewelry on and you had like like like, Doc Martens I just like a fully like a fully different (laughs) hair color I was in pajamas I ran out of clothes Yeah, like, that's just ridiculous. Like, I get it. I get people make mistakes, but that's too many mistakes. Um, But I also, like, I've grown up with my best friend, and I look fairly similar. And we've gone to school together. We went to art school together. And she is this unbelievable singer. And I always got her compliments, (laughs) always, for all of her performances. And I, you know, learned learned that dynamic and so it felt very funny having that with someone that I had barely met at that point um but it it felt cozy to me because of all those reasons it felt very familiar and nice that we got to share this really shitty experience (laughs) together right (laughs) uh, whatever um gotta let that go but I thought it was really sweet and you were really kind to me and you did approach me with this like fan energy that made me very anxious because I'm like I don't know what she's talking about we're all the same person we're all just this like newbie weirdo trying to figure things out in this weird conference hall like we're all processing something here (laughs) I'm clearly going through all kinds of emotions around this event because I don't know. But then, yeah, that last day and that last class, I was feeling like I feel like I processed a lot of what I needed to around like how I feel about myself as a performer. And I was starting to feel more grounded and more confident and more like ready to like be open and buy into the community on like an emotional level rather than be, you know, bangs in my face sitting in the corner acting like I'm cooler than everyone for no reason I enjoyed the class and I was really excited with like the opportunity of doing the soloing at the end I really liked everyone's demos before us I thought Mm -hmm. like oh these song choices are great it's gonna be like it's gonna be something drop dead sexy and I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna do it I'm gonna show them I'm amazing and we got called essentially at the same time we were basically next to each other and so I didn't want you to acquiesce because um, for some reason I was like no that's not okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like take this from you because that seems super wrong but also it is my turn so we're gonna go together and it might I imagined oh it'll be super cheesy and like silly and cute and then whatever we'll move on with our days but the song they picked was um really different because all the other songs were like very slow burn sexy and then this song came on and it felt like the room kind of dropped away yeah 
<laughs> there was the floor and there was us and I could hear the music and that was about it in terms of what I could process. And we started dancing and I'm like, yeah, this is something special. And it felt really good. And I felt so, so connected with you. And I could like feel you revving yourself up. Like you were, you were, you were expanding with your energy and I could tell you were getting really confident and getting really into it. And like nothing else existed around us. And it was so magical. Oh my God. That's one of the, that was like one of my favorite, like probably all-time favorite like um in class performance experience it was it was total magic it was so lovely and that was the class I took that weekend because I immediately left for the airport after (laughs) right but it was like the perfect ending which makes me so happy that you were like also like the perfect ending to this past BerlyCon for me like I got to end both my weekends with like a very meaningful experience with you and it's just like a little perfect bow on top of the weekend. Oh, oh my gosh, I have chills. I have goosebumps. You know, no, that was good. That was so good. I loved I, that moment so much. And to share that with you and have this like beautiful friendship with you now is like phenomenal. I think I agree, though, that like, you know, in terms of like people ke- being kept like put in our paths during BurlyCon or especially during that 2017 BurlyCon, mm-hmm. totally true, right? Always saw... <laughs> you and your hair, like you and Barbie, or like, you know, running into, you know, my Nashville people at points where Mm -hmm. I felt like particularly vulnerable. It was like, all right, like the universe like has my back in this moment, but also like who is, you know, who is being put in front of me and like why, right? Mm -hmm. And you were, and you were part of that Mm -hmm. like group of people that were being put in front of me. Yeah. There was some, there was some like clear directions being pointed to, which is really cool. And I think I'm I'm grateful I was given so many chances to actually listen rather than you being like running into you once and never catching you again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Okay, before we jump to 2019, let's like give our listeners like a recap of like what our time has been in the in-between. I debuted eventually, <laughs> right? That happened. Um and then I did BurlyCon 2018, but you weren't there. It wasn't um, there. But, but you had a good time and it was big. Yeah, I had a great time. I did peer reviews with the dumpling, with like the original version of the dumpling. And that in itself was really big. Um, you also like got married in that time I did. frame. I did. Married, that's why I wasn't there. Right. And people were telling me how beautiful I looked at <laughs> my pictures. Okay, let's pause and just reiterate to everyone that number one, we don't look alike. I am we Filipino. Really I am Filipino. And you are Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also taller than me. We are shape different. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hair is very different. It's now it's similar, but this is, I think is the first time in us knowing each other that it, right. it makes it all similar. But anyway, I, it was so nice to know that people thought I was such a beautiful bride. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. I've always wanted to get married at City Hall in San Francisco. Yeah, the place you definitely live. <laughs> right. The, place, the side of the country that I definitely live. Okay. And then like we, and then in 2019, we've crossed paths a bunch. We we did. You know, we behoffed. We did behoff, which was lovely. I stayed at your house and we did a show together and it was amazing. And that was, that was amazing. That yes. was, that was what a great weekend. And then we 2019 Burley Con at the same time. We did. And it yeah. was massive. Okay, yeah. And I feel like this Burley Con, right? This, at least for me, you were in my class. Remember going into Burley Con and like towards the end being like, okay, like I need to make sure that I see you, like at least hug mm-hmm. you. It was like the last class session before the lunch break or whatever on Sunday (laughs) and you were like hey I'm chilling like I'm about to leave for the airport and I'm like okay like I missed my class period like I'm gonna come find you and in like this magic kismet kind of relationship that we have I was like fuck like I don't know where she is like if she said she was like getting coffee like maybe she's in the hotel and so I was leaving the building and I pressed the elevator button to leave and then the elevator opens and who's there it's you (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> that's how I started BurleyCon too I was like oh I should probably go and check out things and make, see what the situation is and I walk it in and you're like oh hello 
Like, that's how I entered and that's how I exit. You're just like, oh, hi, it's me, the fairy of Berlicon for only you. Wow. Wait, okay. I don't remember that. What? Because <laughs> I, I, I came in a little bit later Thursday. I came in the afternoon and I went to the hall to, like, get my registration stuff and my volunteer stuff. And I was, like, looking around being like, oh, should I go to the vendors, whatever. And then you just walked up and you're like, hello, here's your jumpsuit. Have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to BurleyCon. Here's your leopard print jumpsuit. Yeah. Please carry on with your day. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. You bookended my weekend. That's so beautiful. Yeah, but I definitely, like, was coming to find you and the elevators opened and you were there and you were the only person. <laughs> the whole like hallway what's wild is that we could have easily just missed each other but i also like i I bumped into you in weird times because i bumped into you the morning before your class when i couldn't sleep so i went to work out but then the gym was full so i'm just walking around and you're like what are you doing awake because you had to make your powerpoint in like you know 30 minutes right because i'm (laughs) not sane all the time yes Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, I was, it was super early. It was like seven o'clock on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ran into you and we had these tiny moments again and it was lovely. But your class was wonderful. I really enjoyed your class. Thank you. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Of course, like I took the class and then immediately stopped all of my social media work. I mean, same. I'm tired. (laughs) That's fine. And we have the tools to do 2020 with better interneting. Yeah. Like it was so, I was so nervous. So I taught twice at BurleyCon. I taught on Thursday night and then I taught on Friday. And Friday I was so incredibly nervous because it was a longer time period. It was a different Mm -hmm. class. And like having you there, right? I think I definitely called you out in my class. Oh, you name checked me multiple times. Multiple. It was like, hey, does everyone know my friend Kitty? Well, like now you're gonna, like (laughs) now you know her. But yeah, like having you in there was like such a calming presence. I was late. I showed up late to the class. I got my text from Jet Noir like, yo, teach. Like, Hey, are you coming? And I was like, oh, fuck. It's like 835. <laughs> uh, and then I just bursted in with like manic, you know, yeah. you're ready to learn like energy. I don't even it think was- I was wearing real clothes. <laughs> you're like in a pajama e, like not really dressed, but covered situation. Right. Like it leopard bike shorts and a bra. And like oh, that yeah. was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you but the thing is like everyone was so enamored with you. And oh. it's really sweet. Also, half that class showed up late anyway, so it doesn't even, you thank, know. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m. is brutal no matter what it is. Affirmations. It was a great class. Thank you. If you would like to take either of my classes, Cooler on the Internet or, or Social Media in Your Sleep, you can send me an email at showmymore at gmail.com. Uh okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm allowed to have commercials in my own podcast. You're allowed to have as many commercials as you need. We talked a lot before about like what our intentions were going yes. in, right? What was what was your intention going into BurleyCon 2019? I needed um, I needed a hard restart on my performance. Basically, I think I was just feeling very stagnated, and some bigger, exciting opportunities are happening in the next couple of months and in 2020. And I wanted to like enter enter those opportunities with the best version of my performance self so I was you know it was really like okay go back to school start with ABCs and then go from there like that's that was what I was hoping for I'm so happy that's the intention I came with I definitely like got to make the most of it uh this barely con what were your intentions for this weekend Okay, mine is very woo. Mm -hmm. Um, But mine, simply put, is to accept the love that I'm being given. Mm -hmm. Last year, I got a lot of love, right? And Mm -hmm. I had this like moment with Miss Catwings uh, a lot of times. And, and, you know, she keeps, she's kept checking me on this where, and if if you know me, right, you know this, but for our listeners who maybe don't know this, like, I have a really hard time believing thing, not believing things, but like believing things that people are saying about myself. And so, 
you know, I did the dumpling, right? And everyone's like, oh, wow, what a great act, whatever, last year at peer reviews. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's nice. You know, like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Sugar Shack, which I would say is like Ugh. the best performance of my life. Like, to, you know, fuck everything else that happened. Like, that was phenomenal, <laughs> right? Like, life-changing experience. And people would – like, people who – like like you said, right? Like, I would kiss the ground that they walk on. I would follow them to the end of the earth. Like, you know, paying me these compliments and, like, genuinely meaning it. And Cat Wings checked me, like, at the end of that. And it's like, all right, like, you know, you really need to work on, like, accepting this love that you're being given because I know, you know, your life will change, like, when you do. Mm. Uh, and so I spent like a lot of time like processing that, definitely talking to my therapist about it, you know, at Behoff, like that was its own thing too. And so at BurleyCon, I was like, all right, like I'm going to let myself feel good about people feeling good about me, which sounds like really weird and self-centered. Like it sounds really shitty. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, it's hard. I think it's a challenge a lot of people face. Accepting the love that I'm being given was like my intention, was my goal, was like my North Star for this whole this mm-hmm. whole thing. Do you feel like you were able to hold that intention the whole weekend? It was really hard. It was really, really hard to hold that the whole weekend, but I forced myself to. I let myself like take that step back and recognize what people are recognizing me for. Does that make sense? Like, yes. All right, like I need to believe it. Like why am I not letting myself believe it. And Mm -hmm. I think like it was a different kind of giving space that I put myself in. Like I think I think I'm a generous person. Uh, You can tell me if I'm wrong. I wanted to accept that love so that I could give it back to the world and like make that very clear. Mm -hmm. I think I've fallen fallen into that space like my whole life where it's like, oh, people are only doing this to be nice. And there were moments throughout BurleyCon that I really felt, I mean, I felt the love, like, throughout the whole thing, like, from people just, like, yelling, oh, my, show my, right? Yeah. Oh, my, it's show my, without even, like, stopping to say hello, right? Like, maybe they didn't, <laughs> like, they're just yelling that. And mm-hmm. that's a lot. Well, that's a huge, like, arc for you. Because for SpurlyCon, the fear of people even, like, mispronouncing your name and suddenly there's people screaming it at you. Like, that's, that's a big change. And, you know, in, in, in the cultures we grew up in, name pronunciation has huge value. Like, that's, that's big. Wait, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's, you, that's a measure of your growth in terms of, like, how, how much you've invested in this community and how much you've made the work that you're doing visible. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) I will accept this statement. Thank you. But yeah, like stuff like that, like stuff to like people doing that, like the pose of like the cover of the podcast, right? When I'm not even in the picture, right? I'm not even in the picture. Fucking like jumpsuits. And all the jumpsuits. The people like saying like, oh my God, I know you from the internet, which is like one of the biggest compliments anyone can give me. But it's like, (laughs) oh, I love you on the internet. And like, you're a real person. And I'm like, wait, yeah, I am a real person. Hello. I... It was a lot. It was a lot. I think it was like a really hard intention to hold. And I'm very grateful. It was very humbling, right? It was very humbling and like a whole different set of pressure that I felt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There are like eyes on you. That's for sure. (laughs) Right. Right. And like, you know, like there's this really powerful like moment that happened in one of the caucuses where, you know, someone had said like, oh, I'm here at BurleyCon because of Show My More. Like, you know, they're the first, like, fat performer that I had seen. And it's like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, me? Like, me? And it's like, okay, like, I'm going to accept that and let that, like, propel me forward and realize that I have this power to, like, continue to inspire and yes. blah, 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 you know? I mean, on that front, I think one thing we talked about when we were having our, like, our personal wrap-up conversation, not the public wrap-up conversation we're having now, <laughs> but we, we talked a bit about how, you know, for that, that one person, I'm sure there's another five people in the room who had similar feelings that I'm, I'm here because I saw her, and then beyond that, there's people who aren't in the room who I'm like, I'm doing the thing because she did the thing, and that's, you know, the, the impact you will see is only the tip of the iceberg. That's a lot. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's okay. It's it, it's a good scary for you, I think. Did you have any um, 
that was like one particularly meaningful moment. Did you have any meaningful moments either within yourself or in a class or in a caucus beyond this interaction you had? One of the major like milestones of like my BurleyCon experience was teaching. Teaching at BurleyCon was part of my like, okay, if Show My More makes it to five, you know, in that five years or in the five year plan of Show My More, right? Like maybe she'll teach something at BurleyCon one day, right? And then I taught, you know, in the first year that I'd applied to teach, right? In my first like (laughs) real year of performing. I don't know, like it really like hit me when I taught my first class on Thursday, Cooler on the Internet, and like people showed up and people kept showing up. Same thing for, you know, the the Friday morning class. It's like, okay, people showed up. People kept showing up. Okay, now the room is full. There's no more seats available in this giant-ass room. And people are paying attention throughout the whole, like, two fucking hours that I'm talking. <laughs> it, like, hit me in this moment that, like, people want to learn about these things and they want to learn about it from me. Yes. But it's like, I don't think it hit me until that moment that like, oh, shit, like, I actually know what I'm talking about. Letting myself like realize that and then translating it into all these other moments that I didn't let myself see when people have asked me to teach them a movement class or like, oh, do you teach burlesque basics or something, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I am not just the internet. I am also a real like moving being. And that was huge. (laughs) Is that dumb? It sounds no. so stupid. It's, it's, so, it's just I love the way you ended that. It was just really cute. <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's valuable. I think like looking at your three Burley Con experiences, you take everything you can out of that experience and then you leap forward, which is so incredible. And I I love that you've gone from I've only ever taken classes. That's all I do. I don't perform. I just learn to being this person who is a like impressive traveling performer who now is also, yes, I can teach you this. And yes, I know all of that. And yes, I can give you this. And I also, you know, run a podcast. It's like, it's incredible how, how much, you've expanded and continue to expand. Oh, and that's wild and very humbling. There's something like so like this whole BurleyCon experience, like as, you know, big as it was or like as big as I feel like you're describing it, like from an outsider's perspective was incredibly humbling. Mm -hmm. I think like what I've been sitting with lately. So I got to go to Lizzo's um, because I Love You Too concert, which was incredible. Yes. Um, Barbie Bloodgloss took me. So shout out to my good friend. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. What a good buddy. Oh my God. Anyway, we went to the concert um, and it was wonderful. But one thing Lizzo talked about between sets was how at the beginning of 2019, someone asked her what her um, New Year's resolutions was. And she's like, I don't have anything. I have achieved everything I could ever dream of my entire life in 2018 and that was the beginning of this year for her like this explosive amazing life-changing career-changing year for her that was the beginning and look at where she is now and she's saying like if I can have my dreams beyond my dreams you know if I can achieve beyond what I even imagined was possible there's no reason anybody else can't do that And so I've been trying to sit with that and reflect on like, wow, I've really come to a place where I have like achieved so many of my goals and like lived out so many of my dreams and there's all of my life next. So what is the next unachievable goal? What's the next like impossible dream? And I think for you, like looking at, I mean, we've been talking about cycles especially around do the thing and looking at like so you've gone from never performing to then doing peer reviews which is a terrifying concept I could I couldn't even (laughs) to to then being an instructor in this space like what is what is the next you know mountain to climb oh my gosh I don't even know right because this (laughs) is like this is like 
this is that, right? Like in this, what, year and a half that Show My More has been a thing on a stage, Mm -hmm. I've done all the things that I thought, right? Like what, what is it? What is, oh my God, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. But so exciting. It is exciting. Wow. There's always going to be something bigger. And you're right. always going to be able to achieve it, which is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you? Tell me about okay. you. Like, what was, like, your big, like, aha? Like, I had a couple big moments. One is very logistical. I loved volunteering. I learned that I um, really struggle being at an event and not working at it. So, big learning moment. <laughs> That's, like, the major, like, producer side of you, though, because, like, yeah. there were there were a number of times where I was in a room that you were not in where people are talking about, like, the scene in the Bay Area or something, and your name would come up as, like, oh, oh Kitty Kapow is, like, a phenomenal producer in the oh. scene, like, moving things around, like, shaking shit up, and oh. you weren't even in the room, right? Like, like incredible compliments from like people who are like, yeah, one day, like I hope I can be in one of Kitty's shows. Oh, that that just warms my heart. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I learned, I can't like, it's, oh my God. I went to an event the other weekend and it was, um, the whole night I'm like taking notes of like, okay, so when I do this, we're going to X, Y, and Z. And it's, I, I really struggle not working at things and I'm, I'm working on like relaxing and having a good time when I go out to the orchestrated events and whatnot. But, um, volunteering at BurleyCon definitely like helped me utilize the time better. Um, I was really intentional about the classes I picked. I only took classes from fat bodied instructors PUC instructors or like people I have a personal relationship that I really wanted to like, you know, learn absolutely anything they're willing to share. Um, and that felt really good and felt like every class I took had, um, pieces that were very intentionally challenging for me and pieces that were very like grounding for me. Um, and I, had a very special moment in Foxy Tan's uh, stage presence class. Uh, It's, um, I think the attendance was like massive. And so it couldn't follow its normal format. Um, From what I could tell, it's usually a pretty intimate class, but she teaches super basic choreo. um, And then you'll, um, you'll do like a a couple group run throughs and pare it down until finally it's solo after solo after solo. And she gives personalized notes to each person in the class, which is super scary. (laughs) Like having cried after doing a monologue in a theater class. I'm like, wow, this is my worst nightmare. But I found the time and space to get really grounded and focused and comfortable, um, so that when it was time for me to go, it felt like a perfect performance. And she gave me one note that I honestly want to get tattooed on me. She just said, big girl, big moves. And that's it. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's what I needed to hear. And it just like, it hit me. Like I, I it, it was like the, the moment Peter Parker got bit by the spider. Like I became a superhero in that moment. And it was incredible and I still hold that with me and I haven't performed since BurleyCon and I'm so excited to finally get to perform because I feel like I have just like like a sponge soaked up all this amazing inspiration and knowledge I took a lot of Boutte's class which was dreamy and um oh I did so many things and my my last class was with Ophelia Hart Ophelia Hart, yes, our girl, yes Yes. and it was her like intermediate advanced fine fat fierce dance class it was so good I my I don't like I was sore and like my feet hurt every part of my body hurt it was my body was so unhappy and then doing her choreography everything like all the pain melted away it just felt right to move my body that way and to be moving my body in that space with so many other beautiful dancers and like having all these moments where like her choreography clicked and made sense and felt good and like uh, that was that was really lovely. Um, so I feel like I I got reinvigorated, which was all I was looking for. It was so great to have exactly what I wanted to happen. Something that I loved about 
taking Ophelia Hart's class in 2018, Fat, Fine, and Fierce, which was fucking hard, but so good, right? And then be like, oh, shit, I'm doing it too. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the impact having or selecting your classes around POC instructors and larger body instructors. What was that like for you? My my performance art history, you know, I grew up in a very white place and chose and, you know, was drawn to very uh, white performance arts (laughs) because, you know, that's what happened. And so I've had very few POC artists in my life guiding me. I've had next to no uh, fat body people in my life teaching me anything. So it felt like, it felt like I finally had the power to choose this. And that's all that I've wanted for so long. It was of course, extremely validating, but also just like, it, it was the thing of like opening doors of like, okay, so now, now that I know this exists, how do I want to fit into this? Like if I, you know, imagining like, okay, if I were to teach a class, what would, what would it be about and who would it be for? And and reframing like this idea of burlesque education, like, oh, it was just so great. And it was really lovely. Also, I just, wow, there's so many knockouts who were teaching at BurleyCon this year. Like, Diva Rose's um, uh, Ooh, lap the dance. lap dance for larger oh. bodies. Oh. Yes, because well, I could watch her teach for like a year. I would just sit there and watch. She is so stunning and so talented Uh, that was really so fucking good (laughs) oh that was that was great I got off the airplane and walked into that class I was like let's go wow (laughs) good well I changed into my jumpsuit and then right right yes I agreed to do the jumpsuit and we just went straight to lap dances yes wonderful it was so oh man I loved that yeah it just felt like it felt like I was like like my whole life I've craved oranges and I had them for the first time that weekend. Wow, so, that's huge. Feeling. Yeah, and it was extremely validating, extremely motivating. Finally being told to move in a way that works for my body or, you know, like especially in the stage presence classes I was taught n- not like being spoken to in a way that felt like it actually helped me ground myself and I didn't have to put on a a character to participate in the class that I could enter the space as, you know, either, you know, myself outside of burlesque or as myself within burlesque and being able to like share my stage presence as, as I want it to be. And it doesn't, it doesn't fit a certain like model that I was asking for. It was really nice. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was wonderful. BurleyCon opens itself to everyone's intentions and everyone's goals. And then you see kind of this this quiet period for a couple weeks after. And then things explode because everyone's like hurling into the next goal and the next dream, the next thing to achieve. And it's like I feel this like momentum within the community builds and carries all of us in some way for a while. And it's, it's so exciting. And I'm so excited to see people start like popping off doing the, doing the thing in in their own right. We're ready. 2020, we're coming for you. I think it's time. We might as well, but it was good. Like I felt reinvigorated as performer, which informs how I approach, you know, the, the notion of producing or, or creating a show or helping work on shows, which, you know, all everything for 2020 feels very like, up in the air in, in a way that like everything's in the process of being created and then everything is going to be like burst out and birthed into the world when the new year hits. And I'm very excited about that. And I think I have the energy and I have the inspiration and I have like the focus and drive to do that now. I feel like coming off of this Burley Con, I feel like 2020 is going to be a huge year for us. I think so. I mean, we talked about some personal goals. I right. fully believe in them. And I think, like, it's the right direction. I think, like, you have um, you have the fire to, like, definitely pursue some major things this year, which is exciting. Do you plan on going to BurleyCon 2020? Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you want to teach? Yes. I feel really inspired for a number of different class ideas. 
Cool. Very exciting. We don't need to go through it, but I just love that. Do you have like a publicly shareable vision, mantra, um, intention for the new year since we're almost there? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think this goes back to like the whole love thing. Mm. Um, my mantra – okay, this is very much, like, grounded in fear, though, so we need to, like, adjust this. Okay. I have, like, a major fear of someone thinking that I'm an asshole, which is, like, so – Oh, but I get that. Yeah. And unfortunately, that means you're probably not. Right. I hope <laughs> – right. of it. <laughs> But I get it. I get I get what that feeling is. Right. And so, like, I feel like my, like, mantra, I don't know, has been, like, okay, don't be an asshole. Don't fuck up. Right? Don't fuck mm-hmm. up. Don't be an asshole. Something that I loved about this BurleyCon and, like, something that I really, really saw in myself, you know, the beginnings of it at Behoff. And I think you saw this, too. We talked about this a little bit. And, like, saw it in myself um, definitely at this BurleyCon is, like, my ability to okay if my if my intention was to accept the love that i'm being given like my ability to like reflect that love back genuinely mm-hmm. is huge yes beyond like what beyond like what i thought i was capable of and like i hope everyone who you know got a pin from me or like said hello and <laughs> love the show or whatever right like everyone who like lined up for the like fucking jumpsuit photo i hope everyone knows that i mean it <laughs> and i'm like really, really grateful for that support and that enthusiasm and, like, I don't know, the recognition that I'm able to, like, organize, like, 40 fucking people wearing the same outfit on the same day. You know, I don't know. I it, But then, like, you know, all of these, like, cool things are happening or happened and, you know, this recognition from the show or recognition of me, like, on the internet or, like, on stage or whatever, you know, I, I hope no one thinks I'm an asshole. <laughs> And so I feel like my, like, guide into 2020 has been, like, all right, like, just don't, like, don't be a dick. I mean, it's about being being conscious. Like, that's the whole goal is, like, it's, it's like a painful self-awareness that I have is my, is my public, uh, what was the, what was the prompt? It's my, like, public, public like, intention. my public intention. Maybe it's more just, like give as much love as you receive. Right. Yeah. Now that you know how to recognize it, just, yeah, you're, I don't, you're not the type of person to take advantage of anyone by any means. You're not an asshole. You're a very nurturing kind person, but I think it's probably, it's, it's a, the, it's the practice of loving rather than like love itself as a noun. Right. Yeah. I want to be better at like, I mean, I love this community. I love burlesque so much. And I love myself in it as much as I can, right? And I want that I want that to like channel my next year, right? I, like there's something hilarious about being called a cult leader. I think you started that. I definitely started that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it was like one dumb joke that no one was supposed to see but you and then and then we did it. Right. And then it's <laughs> and then it's a thing. And then, you know, it's like, okay, well like cult leaders are scary, but then also it's like there's like something hilarious and like ironic about it. It's, it's, it's ironic to me because you this is the whole thing is like you definitely lead with love in this community and you lead with just wanting to share in fun and joy with people. And it's never manipulative. and It's (laughs) it's never coercive. You are just a happy, loving, sweet person. You're like a force for joy in this community. I mean, this is what the podcast is. It's just sharing it's so you're so lovely and sweet so that's why I thought it was really funny to just me I think it's funny and then lots of people think it's funny okay good as long as like you know it's I I I see you walking around the world sharing so much love so I think you're not an asshole I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. If yeah. you, dear listener, also think I'm not an asshole, uh, please slide into my DMs and affirm that, or else I will spend too much money uh, and time in therapy uh, with that fear, and my therapist will probably quit me because it's something we talk about all the fucking time. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's my. I think that's my like public yeah. thing, right? Like Wait. keep keep doing good work. Don't be an asshole. 
Yeah, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not that negative, honestly. Don't be it an comes, asshole. It's it comes easy. from a good place. Right. Right. Well, and you, you ego check yourself verbally all the time. And, you know, it's okay. Just don't be an asshole. Okay. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your, like, 2020? Okay. Can you um, say, do you have one that you can share? Yes. Uh, I've been fortunate to have, like, it, it, conversations around intentions for years, uh, the past couple years with the lovely Miss Claire Bodacious. She's been a really wonderful, like, um, guiding, guiding light in terms of me, like setting goals for myself and recognizing when I'm, I'm mostly recognizing when I'm limiting myself. She's really great at telling me to stop it. (laughs) So we, we were talking and we, we talked about 2020 being the year we shoot for the moon. Um, and I think that's it. It's like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go really hard, really big, and not hold back and do it. 2020, the moon, here we come. Let's go. Kitty Kapow, thank you so much for being on the Pacey Tapes. You are the joy of my life. You are so firmly rooted in my burlesque origin story, my burlesque continuation story, all of it. I am so, so, so grateful to have you as a friend and to share all of these special moments with you. Thank you for debriefing with me on this 2019 Burley Con. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kitty Kapow. There are more W's than you think you need, so just keep on going. You'll find it. I'm also on Facebook as Kitty Kapow. I have a website, kittykapow.com. I produce a show called Hex in the City in San Francisco. Next month, we're celebrating our third anniversary. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. We have a website, hexinthe.city, because the .com was sold out. Um, And uh, yeah, that's good. I love it. Thanks, Kitty. I will see you so much in 2020. I can feel it already. Oh, I'm going to see you all over. Oh, I'm so excited to cross paths with her again. She is someone I text basically every day. She is a pure delight. So, so, so grateful that she's in my life. And I don't think, I don't know, I can't imagine what Show My More would be like without that first duet improv encounter that I had with her. Incredible. It's Oh, I get chills just thinking about it. Thank you again, Kitty. And thank you. Thank you so much, everyone listening, everyone supporting, everyone who came up to me to say hi at BurleyCon, everyone who was in my classes, everyone who said that they're a fan of the show. I so incredibly appreciate you. I am so humbled and honored to know that I am taking up space in your ears right now and in your eyeballs when you're scrolling through your phones it's it's incredible. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I really hope that I continue to be entertaining and bringing you interesting conversations and lighting up your day in whatever way that I can. I am so, so, so grateful to be part of this community and to be contributing to this art form. I love it. I love you. I love everything about this. I love everything about where burlesque has taken me. And I'm so excited for where it will take me in the future. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much, everyone, for making this past BurleyCon and this past 2019 be a truly magical and incredible experience. Oh my God. Oh, I'm getting chills. Okay. I'm cheering up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pacey Tapes. If you want to support the podcast, join the Pacey Tapes fan club now. You can visit thepaceytapes.com and there are different levels of support. I will give you my undying gratitude and even shout you out on air. Special thanks to our superfan BFF level supporters, Kyle H., the man with the hat, and Violet Passion. Also, extra thanks to Tony Tabasco, Kits and Sass, Rosalie Bloom, Fufu Kaboom, Big Moody Judy, Margot Royale, and KK. So, so grateful that you are part of the Pacey Tapes fan club. I would love to hear from you. I thrive on feedback. 
I want to know that you're listening. If you want to let me know that you're listening and drop in and tell me a funny story or tell me what's on your Christmas wish list or shout out your burlesque crush, you can always call the Pasty Tapes hotline at 1-530-PASTIES. You can also text us at 1-530-PASTIES or send us an email at thepastytapes at gmail.com. What's on my Christmas wish list? I would love for you to hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and tell all of your friends about this show. It would mean the world to me. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, and you can follow me all across the internet at Show My More. Thank you again, and I will talk to you soon. You have been listening to The Pasty Tapes, a burlesque podcast by Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling. This is Blanche Debris saying thanks for listening and see you later, ducklings. Okay, so I have a few 2020 dates that aren't officially announced yet, but I do have one that I'm so excited about. You can catch me January 25th in Canton, Ohio for Shrimp's Cocktail Party. I am the featured performer or the featured dish for Shrimp's O-Strip five-year anniversary show with headliner Dirty Martini. If you want more information, find this event on Facebook. If you want to book me and bring me to your town in 2020 or sponsor a live taping of the Pacey Tapes or learn more about my social media classes and consulting services or check out some of my merch, visit showmymore.com.